Hi everyone, this is your host Sam, and you're listening to Wiccan Witch of the South. Hi everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm sorry I didn't post an episode in June. I had a little bit of some sinus stuff going on, um, so if I sound a little stuffy right now, um, that's why I still have a little bit of it, kind of, you know, congestion and all those kinds of things. You know, I thought after spring was over that I wouldn't have any more issues and I would be, you know, smooth sailing all the way into fall, but apparently not in the South. <laughs> I also have um, a pair of Bradford pears uh, right outside my window. Um, so they have been pollinating and blooming and everything. And so I'm thinking that's what's causing like 90% of my issues. Cause I, when I'm not at home, I'm perfectly fine. But when I am home, I am just stopped up and like, I feel awful. So that's why I didn't post. Um, I know I had said that I was going to try to post, um, the week of Lytha, but that was kind of around the time that all that stuff happened and then Father's Day happening and everything. So yeah. So we're getting today's Lytha episode um, in July. It's fine. You can use it whenever, you know. <laughs> Lytha comes every year, right? It's an annual holiday, so it's not like a one-time deal. And it's actually um, my favorite holiday out of all of the um, Sabbaths. So I'm very, very excited to do this episode. So I have quite a few updates for you guys, um, probably more than I actually was expecting to have this time around, but... Um, I don't know if I talked about it in the last episode with the Wheel of the Year Beltane episode, but um, I have a Twitch account now. And so I did a Twitch stream. We had a, quite a few people um, show up and it was a lot of fun. Um, I do have the VODs um, saved as well on my channel. Um, it's Wiccan Witch of the South on Twitch. Um, I don't know if there's anything like specific, like a URL or whatever, but if you search me on there, I am Wiccan Witch on, of the South. And I'll put my um, username and stuff in the description of the podcast. But we had a really good time. Um, I helped uh, quite a few people with you know some questions that they had. I think we went for about an hour, hour and a half. So it was, it was a good time. Um, I'm definitely going to be doing more of those um, in the future. I really, really enjoyed doing readings for people. Um, and I have a ton of tarot decks, as y'all know, if you're seasoned listeners, I love cards, <laughs> oracle or otherwise, and um, I am super excited to actually get to use them. Um, additionally, this year, I will um, be a vendor at the Mabin Festival 2023 in Decatur, Alabama. It's going to be in sometime in September. I'm not sure um, quite where we are on the details as of yet. Um, I need to uh, pin those down, and but I will let y'all know. Um, I'm going to be doing readings for people. I'm going to be um, one of their tarot card and oracle card readers. Um, we are looking at potentially making either stickers or if we're really ambitious, we're going to make um, some t-shirts with, um, I'm <laughs> I don't want to spoil it just in case it doesn't happen or I want to get y'all hyped for it. But um, one of the one of the episodes, like a reference of something, um, one of the jokes in the episodes, I think that would be super fun. One of the interviews. So um, I'm really excited about that. And then we're going to have, you know, like stickers. I'm definitely going to make stickers. Um, I don't think that would be too, too difficult to do. So if you come get a reading from me, you'll get a sticker. Um, and then we'll try to sell uh, T-shirts or maybe do just like a T-shirt giveaway or something. Something along those lines. 
But either way, I will be um, doing readings at that Mavin Festival, and I will give you guys more details um, as I receive them. Additionally, um, I'm also going to start um, subscription uh, podcasts on Spotify. So from my understanding, the way that the subscription podcasts work is that they are uh, specific episodes that only subscribers get to hear. Um, you'll pay like a basic fee. I'm going to try to do as low as I can. Um, I'm not really sure like what the lowest option is or if they just like specifically set an amount. I'm not sure. Uh, I just qualified for it recently, so I haven't really looked into it too, too much, but I thought it would be fun. Um, so my idea of the subscription, like only um, podcast episodes will actually be a little bit easier on me. So as you guys know, um, all these episodes, when I record them, I like to have research. I have, I literally have books and notes and stuff out in front of me um, when I'm doing these uh, podcast episodes. Um, it is not just me prattling on about nothing. <laughs> I try to do um, a lot of like detailed research into stuff because I want to provide like one, I want to provide accurate information. And two, I want to provide like a good educational episode. Like the whole point of this podcast was to A, provide educational stuff for people who are um, new to the path. And two, to um, interview people and get to show a different side of witchcraft that I really didn't see um, within the podcasting community. So my episodes, they take a lot out of me. Um, and that's kind of some of the reason why I went to a um, one episode a month um, <laughs> when I'm able to follow my schedule. One episode a month uh, schedule. It's just easier on me with everything that I've got going on in my life because I work a full-time job <laughs> and I'm also a full-time student um, in a master's program. So I've got a lot going on and it's hard for me to do all my schoolwork and have my social life and have my job and have the podcast if I'm doing like more than, you know, um, one episode of these like really detailed research episodes, you know, a month. So I thought what would be really cool is if you guys want to know a little bit more about my personal path, because I don't really talk about that too, too much on here. Um, I had had the idea of doing a Patreon in the past, and I just don't really think that that's the path I want to go down. But since uh, the Spotify for Podcasters app has uh, a built-in way to do subscriptions, and Spotify also has a built-in way to do subscriptions, I thought that that would be the best way to go about that. So those episodes will mainly consist of just me talking about like personal stuff, like personal past stuff, like, you know, deities, um, spells I have tried in the past and, you know, whether or not they've, you know, worked or, you know, recommendations for stuff. Um, you know, we can kind of get more into detail along the lines of some of the episodes that I've done, like um, the self-care bells and all that kind of stuff. Like I can get in more depth with that kind of stuff with my own personal path. And also when I travel anywhere, um, I am an absolute cretin <laughs> and I will go and like find every witchy shop that I can possibly find. So I love visiting places, um, and seeing like local witch shops in different areas. So if you remember the um, Asheville podcast. That's kind of what I did with that one, but I do that everywhere. <laughs> it's not just like specific, like 
spiritually witchy, you know, locations. I, I do it everywhere. Like recently we went to, um, Nashville, Tennessee for my birthday and I went and stopped at one of the local witch shops there. So I can talk about that kind of stuff. And you know, that was, that was a really cool experience. So that was, that's what, um, the, next uh, subscriber only episode is going to be about is my trip to Nashville and um, what I got done there. I actually got an, uh, an aura report done, so I'll talk about that. Um, and then just other things like stuff that I am prepping for actual like episodes. So as y'all know, um, I love doing book uh, reviews. And so one of the things that I um, am prepping for, I have one book that I'm reading and then I have another book that I bought in Nashville that I'm going to do an episode on once I get it finished. One's just a little shorter than the other, but um, I can actually talk about some of those things like how I go about selecting books and like, you know, behind the scenes kind of stuff that y'all don't really get to hear in my typical podcast. So if that's something you're interested in, um, you can subscribe. Um, if not, that's okay. You know, I still make this podcast. Like at the end of the day, it's really just if you want to hear more from me and like my personal um, path, that's it. <laughs> so um, look forward to that coming soon. I may even actually be able to get more episodes of those subscriber only um, type episodes done because they won't take as much out of me as these um, more researched uh, episodes are. So yeah, if you're interested in that, look forward to that. If not, you can just continue listening to the free podcast. I will continue to do it for free with all my normal um, researched episodes. But with that being said, let's get into my personal favorite holiday, Liva. So, like I said, Lytha is probably my, like, in the top three of my favorite Sabbaths. Um, so, if you don't know anything about Lytha, uh, Lytha is the uh, other name for the summer solstice. And so, Lytha actually um, means the wheel. Um, so, it's kind of like that, for me anyway, it's that middle point of the wheel of the year. So, you know, you have like, you have Lytha and then on the other end of that spectrum, you've got, you know, Yule. And so I remember my first, uh, my first Lytha that I ever celebrated. So, um, it was actually during the pandemic. Um, I was, um, at a wedding. So this was kind of around the time that we weren't really sure, like, what we were doing. So a friend of mine from college was, um, having a smaller wedding, um, because of the pandemic. And, um, we ended up staying at what would be her and her husband's, um, future home, uh, before the wedding actually, uh, occurred the next day. So that morning I had, uh, stayed in one of the guest bedrooms with a friend of mine. I literally, um, got my phone out, turned it down as low as possible, and had a sunrise uh, yoga session, like, just in the middle of the guest room. Because I wanted to do something for Lytha, because, like, I was going to be busy that entire day. Um, so that was, <laughs> that was my first ever, like, 
why the holiday? Obviously this year I didn't do um, anything quite as fun as that um, just because I didn't feel good. But over the past um, few years, I have um, done a bunch of different things to celebrate Lytha. So for me personally, um, every year I make what is called a honey cake. And it's super duper simple. Um, I will actually post a picture of the recipe that I use on Instagram. So if you want to go check that out, it's um, at underscore Wiccan Witch of the South underscore. Um, so I make the exact same honey cake every single year. Um, I got this uh, honeycomb uh, pan. So it's got the honeycomb shape and it's got little bees and then like different, um, like I think it's just literally like a honeycomb pattern and then bees and a honeycomb in this like big, big pan. And it's a tearaway cake pan. So like basically when it cooks, um, it's raised little mini cakes and you can just kind of like cut them and like tear them away. It's really, really, really cool. Um, and I, I literally make it every year, one, to justify the purchase of that pan, <laughs> but also because I really, really love, um, I love that honey cake recipe so, so much. So I'm excited I get to share that with people because that's like my favorite, favorite thing. Um, I make it, I used to make it every year when, um, I worked at my old company because I, uh, actually worked in an office. I didn't work from home like I do now. And so I would bring that in every year <laughs> around summer solstice. Um, and people were like, why are you bringing cake in? And I'm like, mm, you know, it's just, it's summer. So <laughs> I'm bringing in cake. Um, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily, uh, open with my religion, um, at my old workplace. I mean, to be honest, I don't think it's anybody's business, but they got free cake out of it. So I don't know. I don't think anybody was complaining too much. Um, <laughs> so that's what, one of the things that I do. Um, one really cool thing that I know goes on every year, um, particularly during the pandemic, I remember this is when they started doing this, or at least that I know of anyway, is in the UK. So it, it's in England, I believe. <laughs> so I believe Stonehenge is in England. Um, watch me. I just, I don't know geography whatsoever. <laughs> um, but they have, um, a summer solstice festival in, um, the UK in, at the Stonehenge. And, um, they, what they do is they live stream the sunset and the sunrise at Stonehenge, um, every year. And so I have always wanted to, um, go and visit, uh, London and see like the Stonehenge and actually get to participate in that summer festival. I think that would be a really cool bucket list thing because they do two different versions. They do one where you're watching the sunrise, so they go all the way to sunrise, and then there's another half that they do all the way um, to sunset. So they do it sunset on the um, either the 19th or the 20th, and then sunrise um, into the 20th, 21st. So um, I've always thought that was super duper cool. So if you ever are interested in it, um, all you have to do is look up uh, Stonehenge uh, Summer Solstice um, festivities and it, it pulls up like it's it's part of um, the actual like Stonehenge um, I guess historical site like the organization that maintains that they they put that on every year 
So I think that's super duper cool. And I would love, love, love to go and actually participate in that. So maybe, maybe one day I will, um, and I can do an episode on it. I think that would be really cool. I would like to go within the next few years or so to do that. I think that'd be super fun. So like with, um, most, uh, Sabbaths, you know, a bonfire is typically held for Lytha. I believe um, Lytha is considered one of the fire festivals. I've heard different things, but I heard more frequently that it is considered to be one of the fire festivals. So fire obviously is going to be a big deal. Um, obviously, um, you know, Lytha is celebrating um, the moment when the sun's powers are at their greatest, um, as, you know, it's going to... Um, start waning from that point on. So kind of going back to what I've talked about in the past with the um, Holly King and Oak King, you know, this is kind of the point when the Oak King is starting to dwindle in power and you've got the Holly King who's, you know, rising in power. And so it's that dichotomy of, you know, the weather changing and you know, everything's kind of getting to that point where it's, you know, everything's blossoming and it's flourishing, but we're also getting to a point where now we're going to start seeing more things, you know, start to wither away and, and die. And we're going to start seeing that fruitfulness kind of pull back a little bit. So it's that midpoint of everything is at its best, but we're getting to the point where things are going to be a little more quiet and not as fruitful. So depending on um, who you ask, Lytha can either be on June 20th or June 21st. I've honestly seen both um, over my time of being a witch. So I think it really just depends on specifically like when it is observed in your particular region or maybe when you kind of want to um, start that festivity. Um, a lot of the times with Lytha, I see a lot of people, a lot of different witches um, and pagans celebrating the summer solstice kind of over three days. Um, I've seen people celebrating from the 20th to the 22nd. Um, that's pretty, pretty common. I, I've seen that pretty much throughout my entire time um, as a witch. So that's also something if you have the time to be able to dedicate to a three-day celebration, that's great. If you just want to celebrate one day, you know, you can pick one of those three or whatever is more specific to your region of when the summer solstice actually kind of hits in your particular region. Because obviously the sun is not, you know, <laughs> the same height everywhere it is in the world on the exact same day. So if you want to get super specific, you know, check out, you know, where your, um, when, when your Sabbath is going to take place, your summer solstice. Kind of like what I was mentioning before with the Stonehenge, a lot of people will gather together and keep vigil over the sunrise until the next day. Um, so it means staying awake during the shortest night and keeping each other entertained with stories and songs, um, after drumming down um, the sun, uh, when the sun is below the horizon at sunset, and then you begin drumming again um, to encourage uh, old soul exertions to rise early and ride high and shine long and bright upon the longest day. Um, it's usually spent outside. Um, they have a lot of different uh, rituals and, you know, food. 
um, and then you get to sleep once you get home. <laughs> so I think that's uh, super cool. Um, if you are somebody who likes to cook, there is tons of recipes for um, Lytha. I think that some of the reason why I like Lytha so much is because I have been able to cook a lot of different things to eat just because of the fact that everything is so bountiful during this time. You got a lot of options to choose from. So if you're a meat eater, you can fix like all kinds of meats because, you know, you've got, you know, um, your livestock and stuff, you know, being kind of ready to be prepared. And then you've got, you know, all the greens and veggies and, you know, fruits and just everything is like, thriving <laughs> at this point. Um, for me in particular, I have been stocking up my strawberries from my strawberry plant. Um, so I'm going to save all those. I've been freezing them. Um, just because I only have three plants, I really don't have uh, enough to like have a really bountiful harvest at one point. Um, but I'm freezing them and I'm probably going to make jam or something with them um, when uh, Mabin comes around because it's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> I've always wanted to can stuff during Mabin. I have cans and I've just never done it. Um, and so that's one of the things that I, I really want to do this year. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make jam this year. <laughs> so in terms of correspondences for Lytha, um, for animals you have bees, butterflies, cattle, horses, robins, sea creatures, snakes, and wrens. Um, I personally love bees, so my um, altar that I keep up year-round, um, I will decorate it in bees and um, just honey-themed things. Kind of goes back to what I was talking about earlier with that honey cake um, and my little uh, bee honeycomb uh, pan that I bought specifically for my honey cake. I literally only use it for my honey cake. That's it. I don't use it for anything else. Um, so that's like one of the reasons I think I, um, associate Lytha so much with bees is because of that stupid pan and my honey cake that I make every year. Um, another thing you can do is you can decorate your altar with a bunch of different symbols. So any kind of flowers, herbs, fruits, vegetables that are at their peak. Um, you can also do, uh, mirrors for reflecting the sun. Um, you can do earth circles of stone energy, you can do like a solar cross, you can do any kind of sun symbols, seashells, just think summer um, when you're thinking of altar decorations. Some crystals and stones that you can use are amber, carnelian, citrine, a diamond, a jade, lapis, and tiger's eye. Um, I love citrine in particular for this time of year. That's typically what I mentally associate Lila with. Um, for colors and candles, you can do blue, gold, green, uh, red, white, yellow. Um, for me, it's definitely gold, yellow, red, um, sometimes orange for me too, just personally, um, but that's just me. For herbs and flowers, if you want to make your own incense or have like a um, simmering pot, um, you can do any of these herbs, basil. Canandula, chamomile, uh, daisy, heather, lavender, meadowsweet, mugwort, mistletoe, peony, roses, vervain, St. John's wort, sunflower, and wild thyme. 
Um, if you're making a tea with any of those, just make sure, you know, it's not going to affect any of your medications and stuff. I'm very big into herbal remedies and things like that, but I always make sure that it's not going to interfere with anything that I regularly take. So don't forget that. Um, in terms of trees, you can do elder, oak, pine, rowan, and fir. Um, for any kind of incense or essential oils, you can do cedar, clove, lavender, lemon, mint, myrrh, orange, um, pine, or sage. Another thing I typically associate with um, midsummer or, you know, summer solstice or lyva is mead. Um, mead is traditionally made from honey. And so that kind of goes back to what we were talking about with honey and bees and all that kind of stuff um, being associated with lyva. And so mead is definitely one of those things that I kind of just mentally associate with um, lyva. So if you want to add mead, if you are okay with drinking alcohol, um, then that is one of the things that you can add to your dinner. Another um, idea for a lyva meal you can do grilled salmon, you can do a nice fresh fruit and fennel salad. Um, fresh fruit is just amazing all, all the time, but I think a lot of it especially is a really great time to enjoy um, fresh fruit. You can make little snack wraps. Um, that's really good if you have like younger children um, to, because <laughs> you know, kids, kids can be picky. And so it's, it's always nice to have something that, you know, your kids are going to also enjoy. You can also make candied ginger from scratch. Um, I know you can buy it from the store because I have bought it in the past. I really, really love ginger as just a flavor in general. And of course you can grill any kind of veggie that is currently in season right now. Kind of going back to what I was talking about with tea, um, lemon balm, which I have grown in the past in my own personal herb garden, um, can make a wonderful uh, tea. So you can either make it cold or you can do it hot. Um, I prefer hot tea personally when it comes to herbal teas, but that's just me. So yeah, Lytha is definitely a time where there's a lot of fun um, decorations and, you know, food that you can enjoy. So now let's get on to activities that you can do during Lyva. So in terms of activities that you can do during Lyva, um, kind of like what I mentioned in the beginning, um, you can do things like a nice um, sun salutation, yoga practice um, during the morning, or maybe even during the evening if you want to do it at sunset. Um, that's one thing that you can do. Um, another fun thing I think would be really great is going on hikes, maybe having like a picnic or something. If you want to have more of a low-key lyva, you can also, you know, garden. You can have like a nice little bonfire if you have the ability to do that. You know, you can um, obviously decorate. You can, you know, um, cook. You can, you know, make a little like you know, little beekeeping station. They have those little like tiny bee houses. You could also get a birdhouse. Um, just anything to do with nature and kind of just enjoying the summertime. Um, that is what Lyva is really for me. Is just kind of a celebration of the year. You know how how far everything has come. How far I've come. You know, and, and sometimes, you know, you don't really feel like celebrating. Like this year for me, 
Um, it definitely was more of a struggle to kind of want to do something big and grand this year um, for Lytha. I, I had full intentions of like actually celebrating like, you know, a big, a big to do this year and it just didn't happen because I did not feel <laughs> like doing it after um, kind of, you know, traveling for my birthday and then, you know, my boyfriend's birthday is um, kind of around the same time and so it just, it just wasn't feasible <laughs> with how I was feeling and so sometimes that's okay, you know. I think taking, even if it's just taking a moment and stopping and saying, okay, you know, we're halfway through the year, it's June and, you know, I have done the best that I can do to the best of my ability with everything that the universe has thrown at me. Unfortunately, the universe throws more at some people than others, but, <laughs> you know, it's sometimes it's just celebrating that you made it to that point, you know, um, regardless of how easy or difficult it was. I don't think celebration has to be this big thing of like everything went right. You know, sometimes it's oh my god, everything went wrong, but I'm still here. Um, and so that's, that's what life is for me. It's, it's a celebration and anything that can emanate that in your life, um, I think is wonderful. Um, I've also, you know, I've done personally, I've done, you know, money spells in the past. Um, I've done anything with to do with abundance because I really feel like Lytha is just, it is about abundance in your life, either, you know, acknowledging and being grateful and celebrating that abundance, or it is, you know, asking for um, more abundance in your life, depending on, you know, where you're at, because we're not all in the same places, you know, at the same time every year. Some of us, it takes us a little longer. Some of us, you know, we get there right away. And so, you know, I think that's really what it is, is it's just celebrating where you are at in this time um, in your life. So um, another fun thing that I think, you know, I always try to do as a person who loves cards, um, I like to do uh, tarot spreads for the different Sabbaths um, every year. And I know a lot of people also do different Sabbaths on the um, Evaths, you know, the, the moon cycles, you know, so the full moon and new moon. I, I know people who've done that as well. Personally, for me, I know the big one that I do every year is on Samhain, um, but I've, I've done, you know, tarot spreads just to kind of like check in and see where I'm at, you know, um, in particular on, you know, those holidays. So there's tons of spreads. You can find, you know, one that fits you, you know, whether it's like Google or Pinterest or whatever, Instagram, whatever. You can find all kinds of you know, good spreads to use during this time of year just to kind of hone you in and get, okay, what do I need to be thinking about this time? You know, that kind of stuff. So I think that's another really, really cool thing that you can do during this time. So that does it for our episode for the Wheel of the Year for Lytha. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Obviously, <laughs> I hope I didn't prattle on too long. Um, I noticed how long this episode was and I was like, man, <laughs> I just doubled the Beltane episode. <laughs> um, can you tell I like Lytha? <laughs> well, uh, anyway, I always appreciate everyone who listens. Um, I think one of the things that I'm going to start doing um, for myself with this podcast, I kind of mentioned it a little bit on my um, birthday post on um, Instagram, but... 
I need to be better about giving myself grace. Um, I was beating myself up for not, you know, recording and posting the episode and not feeling good enough to do it in um, that week of Liva. And I really just don't need to do that. I need to, um, I need to be better about not beating myself up when I can't meet my own expectation for myself. Because, you know, I think, oh my gosh, everyone's going to be so disappointed in me. And the reality is, is I highly doubt y'all are disappointed in me that I didn't get <laughs> the episode out and lie that you may have been sad, but I don't think you were disappointed. So I just need to be better about giving myself grace. And I hope that y'all can take that lesson and run with it as well. Anytime you're beating yourself up for, you know, expectations that you set upon yourself, don't do that. You know, give yourself some grace. You know, you're not always going to be 100% um, at everything that you do. And sometimes we just need to take a moment, take care of ourselves, make sure that we're doing okay, you know, check in. And then go out and do the thing that, you know, we want to do. Because obviously it's good to have expectations, but it's not good to beat ourselves up about those expectations that we set for ourselves. So with that being said, I'm going to end this episode here. Um, if you want to find me on social media, I am at underscore Wiccan Witch of the South underscore on Instagram. I am Wiccan Witch of the South on Twitch. And if you want to email me about anything, um, you can email me at Wiccan Witch of the South pod at gmail.com. That is Wiccan Witch of the South pod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. And as always, thank you so, so much for listening. Until next time, blessed be.